Shalom Uberachri of the Ksubastaf Yorhalov. Today's daf discusses a girl having a cheskas pesula, a ger cotton, and the sugi of mukas eights. We have, begin with a new mission that tells us that a giyeres, a captured woman, a shifcha, who were free, they got out of captivity. They were uh, megayeres, they were freed from captivity, from slavery. If they were under three years old when they went through this transition, the ksuba is still 200, and they have a tennis pursue them because even if they had bia during, before they became free or Jewish, their pursue would have grown back before three years old. Puna says in the Gemara that a ger cotton is toivled, goes to the mikvah al das bezdin. What the chiddush? Chedesh is that even though he's a cotton, it's a schus for him to become a yid. And we can be zochen adam shaloi befanav, even when he's not there, even though he's still a cotton, we can give him the schus of being a Jew by sending him to the mikvah before he's a gadol. We learn in a Mishnah that you're only allowed to be zoichev to a person shaloi befanav. You're not allowed to be chayiv, do something bad to a person without his presence, his presence. So what's the Chiddush? Of course, you should be able to toivel a ger cotton. The Gemara answers that I might think that a guy would prefer to be in that state of hefker without a Torah, without a construct his life as a Yid. So maybe it's not purely a schus for him. That's only for a Godal who already tasted the flavor of Isser. But for a cotton who hadn't, for him it's purely a schus to become a yid. That's why you'd be allowed to table him. It's zochim shatim shlebefonov. Schus. Gemara tries being a raya from where we learned that a giyiris and a, our mishnah and a captured woman and a shifcha who transition into being a yid when they're freed or when they convert, if it was only three years old, the Ksuba and Eftanis Pesulim, the Gemara is assuming that this girl under three years old was toiveled, became a Giyiris, Aldas Bezdin. And the Gemara answers that's not necessarily a Raya, because this Kitanos may have, uh, this case may be where her parents are also being Giyiris at that time, since it was a whole family trip. He wants to do. She wants to do what her father's doing, but without that, maybe it wouldn't be considered a schus. Rabbi Yosef adds regarding a, this ger cotton that when he grows up, he's allowed to make imacha. He's allowed to throw off the gevers that was done to him when he was a cotton. And Abaye asks, we learn in our Mishnah, one of the three women was a giyiris under three years old, and she gets a ksuba of two hundred. So she gets Masayim. And if she could just drop her marriage once she becomes a Gadayla, she could just drop her Geirus, then she could just walk off with her Ksuba and continue living life as a guy. The Gemara says that we only give her her Ksuba once she becomes a Gadayla. No. So when she's 20, 30, 40 years old, she could always say, hey, I don't want to be a, a, Geir- a Geirus anymore, and she's going to walk away with a 200 money then. The Gemara answers that she has a moment after she becomes a Gudayla, as soon as she turns 12, now is her chance to 
renounce her gavers, but after that she cannot. Rebbe also ask, asks on this premise, we learn that there are certain Nares who get a Kanas. Someone who lives with a Mamzeres, on a Nesina, on a Kutis, on Gioires, with a Shavuya, a Shifcha, that was freed. Then, if any of these people were, were freed or Megayeres, before they were three years old, they get a Kanas. But now, if you're going to tell me that they could just drop their Geirus once they become a Gedoyla, we're going to give her this Kanas of 50 Kesef, if she's Manes. Why is being Manes her getting a Kanas? The Pesach says, Velusi Isha. After being Manes her, the offender has to marry her. But she could just drop being a Jew at any point. And the Gemara answers that this is only when she's a Gedoyla, and like we said before, she only has the moment after she becomes a Gedoyla to renounce her Geirus. Now, Abai didn't say Rova's answer, because by Rova they were talking about a Knaz. We don't want to have a scenario of a Chute Venishar, that the Anis is going to get off from paying his Knaz. Rova doesn't say like Abaye, because Abaye's case was talking about a Ksuba. And the reason why we have a Ksuba is so that the husband should not look at divorce lightly. He's going to have to pay if he leaves this marriage. Now we have a new mission that tells us if a godol slept with a katana or a cotton with a gedoyla or a mukas eights, a woman who, because of some accident, not with a person, but with a piece of wood or some sort of an object which took away her besudan, ksuba is still 200 according to Reb Meir. But the Chachamim said that a mukas eights only gets one, uh, one money for her ksuba. A besula almona grusha in chalutza, or from the final stage of nisuin, the ksuba is a mona. Do not have the taina of besulim. Can't take away her mona. The husband taina is, oh, I thought she was a besula. Since she's an almona grusha or chalutza, we assume that she did have some relationship because they were ma- she was previously married. A gioires, a woman who was captured, a shifcha. Who were freed, misgayer, they were older than three years old. The ksuba is a mona, and they do not have a tennis basulim. We assume before she was misgayer, or before she, uh, while she was captured, or as a shifcha, she did have bia. Now in the Gemara, Yehuda Mara tells us that a katan who is together with a gedoyla makes her into a mukas eitz. When they said this halacha over to Shmuel, he says that a human being cannot make a woman into a mukaset. Some learn this, they, they frame this conversation differently. That there's a bright that says a katan who, is, who sleeps with a gadoila. Rav says he makes her into a mukaset. And Shmuel says that you cannot make a mukaset with a human being with basar. Next, Rav Shaya asks what happens in a case where a godol sleeps with a katana, or cotton with a gedoyla, or a mukas eitz. So our Mishnah said that their ksuba is 200 according to a mayor. The Chachamim say that the mukas eitz gets a ksuba of 100. You see that a cotton being with a gedoyla is not a mukas eitz. The Rava answers, 
Right, really, what we're saying is that everyone agrees that if a godol's with a katana, that'll make a mukasets. But a, a koton on a gadoila, that's like putting a finger in an eye, that even though it'll the eye will move around to make room for the finger, but the eye will replenish itself. Mukasets itself is the machlekes shemayir in the rabbanon. Rami Ba'achoma learns differently. He says that the machlekes is... This guy is marrying this woman knowing that she's a Mukasetz and writes the Ksuba for a money. Her mayor just considers her a Bulgaris and therefore she gets a 200 money Ksuba and the Rabbanan says she's more like a Bula. But really everyone would agree that if he had no idea that she was a Mukasetz that it would be a Mekachtois and she wouldn't even get a money. Now why would her mayor consider her to be a Bulgaris? A begeres is starting after six months after she becomes a gadayla, the basula starts deteriorating. Shouldn't he compare her more to a woman who is boil? Nival. Mara says that when it comes to beula, that was a man-made basula removal. But over here by a begeres, it's a natural. There's no mice via the other involved. Why don't there abonon consider her a begeres? Because a begeres has no maisa at all. Here with the katana, there is a maisa. But really, everyone would agree, if he didn't know that she was a mukasetz, that she would not get anything in Aksuba. Rabbi Nachman asks, she says, I'm a mukasetz. And he claims that, no, someone actually was boil you. Both Rabbi Gamaliel and Eliezer say that we believe her, and she will get her Aksuba. You see that a mukasetz does get Aksuba. Rava explains that whether he knows that she's Mukasetz or not, Rameir says she's going to get Mosayim. According to the Rabbanon, if he knows that she was Mukasetz, she gets one mana, but if he didn't know, she gets nothing. It's a Mekachtois. But even Rava changed his psak. He retracted. How do we know he retracted? We learned in Abraisa. It sounds like Rava later holds that even if he finds out, finds out later that she's Mukasetz, he would still have to pay and the bride said, says, what's considered her toas shemira on his wife, spreading rumors, which would be a punishment of meo kesef, if he's lying, Gila, if it's true. If he comes to Bezdin and says that this individual did not find Basulim in this woman, if there are Adim that she was Mizane while she was engaged to him, Mishnah says that she gets a ksuba of a mana, but the Gemara says, well, hang on, if there's Aiden, she was Mazana, then she gets skila. Who's talking about a ksuba here? Oh my, if there's Aiden, she was Mazana while she was engaged to him, she does get skila, but Meikara, she would have gotten a ksuba of a mana. And if Chilabar Oven Omarav Sheshes says, he married her assuming that she was a Besula, and then it turns out that she was a Beula, she didn't have a Besula, she gets a ksuba of a mana. And over there, Rabbi Nachman asks, Ah, if someone marries a woman and doesn't find Besulim, she tainas that she was Ma'anes after they became engaged. And in Stabach, it's this guy's bad luck. It's, the, you know, the Chosen's bad luck that happened to happen to her once they were engaged. But he says, No, this, uh, this, uh, this lack of Besulim was already from before we were engaged, and it's a Megachtoz. Chiyabarovin answered, Hey, is it possible that Amram and all the Gedele Adar are sitting and listening to Rav Sheshes? He's asking, What's the Mekach Toys here? 
she doesn't get 200, she should get 100. And they have nothing to say on the matter. Rava, and this is why we brought in this whole sugya, Rava says that this is a very good kasha. It sounds like it's a full mekach toys. Teret is a little bit more problematic. What we, we could say is as follows. If there are Edim that testify that she was Mizana while she was engaged to him, then she gets Skila. But if he discovers that she's a Mukaseis, she does get a Ksuba of a Mone, even though they were already married. Mashma that he didn't know before they were, in, they, before they were engaged. And Rova here is still being Mechaev a Mone. For, we quoted Rova saying, that their abundant hold that if he didn't know beforehand, it's a Mekach he doesn't owe her a penny. Elamai, this is a Raya that Rova actually changed his sack. Now he holds that if he finds out later that she was that she's Takamukaseit, he still has to pay her a money. Thank you for learning with me. Have a wonderful day.